Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. Uh, I'm so hyped because, you know, as much as I enjoy and, like, just, just yeah, love having having my online friends on the show, and I love them all, um, I'm so happy because I get to have my in-real-life friends on the show, uh, and a friend that, you know, we're talking about all-American homecoming, so a friend, one of my best friends that I met in college, um, so I hope that you enjoy this episode with my friend Natalie and my friend Chanel. Uh, and yeah, we just have a good time talking about the episode. I uh, hope you enjoy the conversation. It's a little bit longer of a conversation, but because, you know, they advertise it as a special episode, it was a special episode. So let's get into it. Very excited to have my friends Natalie and Chanel here. Chanel was the very first guest on the podcast. She had some very hilarious commentary and we just had a good time. And my friend Natalie, who I mentioned her watching the episode with me a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, whatever. And uh, yeah, she's not really an All-American watcher. So I got her to watch this episode to see if she would be an All-American homecoming watcher. Hey, y'all. <laughs> So let's let's talk about it. What were your overall thoughts with the episode? Chanel, let's start with you since you know like sort of what's going on ish. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, overall thoughts, I'm definitely here for this HBCU theme. Really interested to see where they go with all the characters, especially because there's just so much packed into this episode. There's a lot of different right. ways they could spin this. Um, but definitely intrigued. Uh, the characters, you can flush those out for sure. So I'm excited for it. There's a lot of potential. There's there's a lot of potential for sure. For sure. Natalie, what about you? So I enjoyed it. I think for me, I've been actually reflecting a lot about how much I regret not going to an HBCU. So it was so refreshing to see it on screen. And even though I'm not a regular All-American watcher, I have seen a few episodes. So I did enjoy like kind of seeing those characters again. Um, I do agree, like, especially someone who hasn't seen it before, it was kind of like, whoa, there's a lot of plot lines going on here. But yeah, NK loves um, to do that. She's the she's the showrunner. She's just like, uh, let's throw uh, 10 different tennis balls in the yeah, and see where they lie. There was, a lot. <laughs> there was a lot going on, but I enjoyed it. And I definitely just enjoy seeing Black people on screen. So I was, yeah. I was loving that. And I was, the funny thing is, I had planned to do this whole thing about, like, you and I, we went to college together, Natalie and I. And so I was just like, we got to live our little HBCU dreams mm. through this through this episode oh this episode i was like not in real life <laughs> no not not at all in real life we much the opposite the exact opposite of yeah, in every single way in every way <laughs> but which was so cool because okay starting to get into what happened to the episode right off the bat we got corday coming through what oh, when i saw that opener i said okay <laughs> let's go start off with a bang come through budget literally like they and i don't they've never had like a live performance on the show i don't think before i don't right i don't think so i don't think so so right off the bat they're getting corday um wait i'm so sorry 
did I miss the beginning of the show? Did you? <laughs> I do not like. I was like, wait, Corday. Like, did yeah, I miss yeah. Corday? So they. I did like, not see that. They walk onto campus and right away. I think it's. So obviously the show's the name is Homecoming. Yeah, and the show. So I'm assuming it was during their actual homecoming is when they were visiting. Um, and so yeah, Corday was Corday was playing on the quad. Uh, but yeah, so oh, it was cool. I need to go back. <laughs> You're like, I need to go back and watch that performance. No, yeah, it was a quick. I honestly thought it was going to be longer. It was like a quick one, two minutes maybe. Um, and he was sort of playing in the background as they were just like stepping foot on campus. Um, but yeah, so we get we get uh, Jordan, Olivia, Simone, uh, and Spencer, and they're like going onto the campus. We they quickly go to see Simone's aunt, which I was like. Oh aunt coming through off the bat talking about journalism talking about ethics mm. i loved it love a good auntie <laughs> and just the, the way the way that what's her name i think it's keisha yeah it's keisha the way that keisha was interacting with i, I think her name's amara yeah i don't yes. know their back and forth as professor and student was really cool because i got the sense that you know nk was focusing on just how conversations go in an HBCU class, like just the topics that they were talking about. I think, well, what, do you remember Chanel, what exactly the conversation mm-hmm. was about? They were talking about ethics and how there was a difference between, I guess, white journalism and black journalism. Yes. In the sense of, mm. uh, I guess, what is ethical and, and who determines what that is. Something along those lines. Yeah. But they yeah. made they were it talking about... seem so conversational. Yeah. Right. I think they were talking about the difference between being ethical versus being objective, right? Because they always try to throw in your face like, oh, objective. And really being objective just means being white because it's seen as having, you know, a blank slate of opinions where that's not really the case. Yeah. Yeah. And just from what I know about HBCUs, this is just a pretty standard conversation. Like someone obviously like me who went to a school that's not an HBCU uh that conversation might or like any other audience member that conversation might have been just like oh why are they talking about that but it's just like these are their Mm. normal conversations (laughs) yeah because this you know this is just this is just what they said uh count how many times they mentioned HBCU of black excellence take a shot every time they said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'd be plastered by the end of it <laughs> plastered completely and at first I'm not gonna lie at first I was just like all right I'll overdo it in a bit but then I was just like I don't and it was just like I don't know maybe because like if I were go like if I were visiting an HBCU and I didn't really know about the experience mm-hmm. would I be that like would I say HBCU 20,000 times um, oh yeah I think especially when you think about it from because they're in high school right which I was yeah. actually yeah. shook by when I realized they were in high school but like they're in high school I remember like just touring college and just being like wow just like being in awe yeah and especially like I think at the time I didn't appreciate what an HBCU experience could be but mm-hmm. if I had a different mindset I think it would have been like Disney World for me of just like wow Mm-hmm. Look at all these, look at all these amazing black people, such like the variety, doing their own thing, being passionate, being supported. Like I would probably be the same way. Yeah. Yeah, same. But the other thing that got me is not not Simone greeting her up by saying, Who do you? I don't even know where that is from. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just 
like, oh, they're they're really trying it in this episode. It's but... <laughs> for sure, it's got to be a thing. It is. But I think I it's from I... like a show, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to be losing my black card by not knowing yeah. the reference. I know. I feel like but I it, should know too. I feel like I should know, but I like knew of it. But I'm just like, why haven't I heard that in like ages? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just laughed at it. But so yeah. So Chanel, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I just really liked how they casted it there were so many people mm-hmm. that came out that like everything all the characters felt like an easter egg because i'm like i know you from this i know you from there i know you from there mm. so it was really interesting to see who they casted for each role and mm. um how they're going to fit into this universe because yeah. even amara she's from the bet show it's not 20s it's the other one bigger not bigger oh mm. my gosh and I it's like to, the only two uh <laughs> i used to watch it uh it's the spin-off from boomerang oh i think it's called boomerang okay it's called boomerang That's it's the, cool. like the boomerang series yeah got on it BET, and she she's from there so i was like oh it was really cool just to see all these people from like obviously older shows maybe from mm-hmm. the 90s and then yeah faces that we're really familiar with too which side though i'm glad that you brought that up because i was excited to see Corey hardrick but mm-hmm. can we talk about mm. homeboy from drumline randomly showing his face with a oh my god exactly out. i was like wait is that who i think it is literally i, <laughs> I was flipping out i feel like that was all of our reactions <laughs> i am obsessed i'm obsessed I'm obsessed. I was not expecting his face to pop up on my screen because as you all know, I've been like, I've been following this and I was just like, I do not remember expecting you to be on this show. And I just, I cannot see him as anything other than, what's his name? Is his name Sean? I don't even remember. Yeah, it was Sean. (laughs) Yes. I was like, he looks, how old is that movie? Because uh, I feel like Nick Cannon doesn't look that I different, love... but this guy looks like he aged. Ah, uh, yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah. I you love can, you can tell. And that that you that's the, it's like at least twenty twenty to twenty one years. Oh wow! wow. What? That's Wasn't crazy. No, Drum not twenty one. I, I it came out either in two thousand or two thousand one. Yeah. That's insane. That's actually crazy. That's wild. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I was definitely like. <laughs> <look> familiar uh <laughs> but yeah shout out to which I'll, uh y'all know i'm gonna come through with the the industry facts not a lot of black shows actually have black casting directors and this one does mm. so shout out to leah mm. daniels butler uh who's lee daniels sister uh but she did the okay casting. i was gonna say that name sounds familiar yeah yeah um so she uh, is his sister and she did the casting for this show um because yes, it was on point. It was on point. Um, so I was a year off. My bad. It's two thousand and two for drug line. But that's still mad oh, old. Nineteen yeah. years. Yeah. That's but crazy. I mean, I get, and it makes sense because Zoe Saldana is in it, and she's you know, wow, her career has skyrocketed, skyrocketed since then. Um, man. This man is just moving from one drum, one drum, one HBCU to the next. I love it for him. Yeah. I really love it. I do, but he was in the reboot of Drumline or whenever he was. He was, second, second <laughs> he was in Drumline, Drumline 2. He's just now like, uh, 
only HBCU roles for me. Uh. <laughs> but it's similar with the guy that plays Damon because I was looking up his, um, it's not discography. What is it? Filmography? Uh, filmography. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, you know, yeah. you had it right. Um, and he was in The Quad, which is on BET. Like, so he has mm-hmm. experience with some HBCU stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must yeah, be a common just... theme that people really like to dabble in. Yeah, for sure. They're a pretty cast too, not gonna lie. Oh my gosh, that's um, so good. Yeah, so Keisha ended up being the tour guide for them. Mm. Um, <laughs> she's and and she's just, a brand new character, right? Like she's yeah, never she's seen a brand new before. character. We mm. haven't seen her before, but we see her walking with Liv and Simone. And uh, wh- what's the line? She said something about like the two sexies behind me. Mm. Yes. Uh, and uh, so, you know, Simone was trying to help Liv out. She was just like, listen, uh, Spencer and Liv. And Liv was all just like, we're just friends. <laughs> okay, sis. I don't, now, why would she say that? She's <laughs> I... Olivia. I mean, I was so like, girl, if there's ever a time to claim, to claim somebody, your man, right? <laughs> mind you, you've already said I love you to this man. And all of a sudden, uh, and oh, he's already declared friends. it to you. Uh, this they're so annoying. I'm sorry. I don't kiss my friends on the mouth, but you know, do you? <laughs> yeah, she was she was she was tripping. But we know that she because they haven't made it official yet cuz last episode she said they're oh, still just God. friends and she was upset about it seemingly. Um but yeah, anyway, that was just that was really funny. They really quickly got into the wobble. I was just like, what? It took like <laughs> I want to say like 10 minutes to get the wobble like they're already wobbly <laughs> you know it's a black function if you literally the, wobble, the electric slide <laughs> it does not log at all um and then this is when we first get an introduction to Damon because mm. uh Simone's taking Talk that video <laughs> that man <laughs> he is so uh, smooth i hate guys like that i hate guys <laughs> like that they just are so full of themselves he is but you he's, know? he's very attractive i'm not gonna lie mm. it just is a turn off for me at first he came off like in that sense but then as this as the episode progressed he seems like a really humble guy he does yeah, that's true that's true he did he did prove himself to be less conceited than he first came off yeah, I think it just like, le- it just left a bad taste baggy. in my mouth. Well, okay, let's talk about David then. Let's talk about David. So obviously, like we meet him, he very quickly, um, very quickly, sort of seemed like the jerk at first because he like didn't he like grab Simone's phone? Yes, that's okay. from her. You're doing too much, dude. He it's was one doing thing to wave your hand much. and be like, "Hey, stop," you know. But for you to go and grab my phone, you're done. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't you're care done. what you have to say after that. And Simone <laughs> did tell him she was just like, "I will beat you down. I will beat you down." No, but so he grabbed his phone because apparently he's like this, uh, he's a number one, he's supposed to be like the number one recruit in high school, supposed to be going to the MLB, and he didn't want people to know that he was on campus, mm-hmm. which it, it's really interesting how they played his story versus how we've seen them play Spencer's story, because one of the like 
one of the things that fans have been upset about is how they haven't showed Spencer's recruitment process. So to see Spencer mm-hmm. and Damon's recruitment process has been like night and day. Damon out here having whole like SUVs <laughs> come to pick him up. Like <laughs> his fits are fire, and then we get Spencer. But it is it is college versus high school. Or are, we talking, are you talking about college as well? So there, yeah. So in the in the main show, um, he's okay. also being like recruited to college because mm. I think they were both like high school seniors and about okay. to like take the jump. But Damon was just going to go to the MLB, gotcha. Um, versus Spencer's sort of college football. But yeah, so and we like, see. Is there, more, is there more money in the MLB than there is in the NFL? Like, yeah, I did it. And maybe they just changed because... the rules, right? Did they? I think. I think they oh, just for college, the yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. They just yeah. changed the rules. NCAA. Yeah, and so that so that was actually not exactly a part of the storyline, but it they what we find out is that Damon was visiting campus just to what he said at first was, which was to uh, just chill out or be normal before he went into the MLB. Um, mm. And we quickly find out that his mom is really the one who's just like in charge of his life and da 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 and I was just like yes and we have Simone's backstory 2.0 <laughs> yeah hey <laughs> yes I I noticed that correlation and I was like ooh, this could be an interesting avenue to go down and it's gonna be a point of connection for them too mm, I'm telling you this little triangle yeah with the because and it's both their moms messy. come on both their messy you have two different perspectives you have hers in which you know but she has a relationship uh in a sense with her birth child and that birth child with her child Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then in his case where he doesn't have any connection he's like searching for that so I think the two of them really could and I didn't even think about wait I didn't even think about that point of connection because he ended up saying that he was adopted and she gave Mm -hmm. up a baby for adoption I was just thinking about like the moms like being in charge of their life (laughs) yeah how their moms are yeah there's a lot of parallels so there's a lot of potential with their story and I'm sorry Mm -hmm. the way he kept saying Simone Hicks I was just like (laughs) say my name no (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, no, he is definitely. He's got. There's something about him for sure. There's something. He's very charming. He's very. Char- Somebody yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. he acts like such a light skinned boy. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> strong light skin energy. I hope. Strong light skin energy. I cannot. No offense to any light skin. No. <laughs> mm, I'm just saying what the streets. Bit. I'm just saying what the streets are saying. <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was Damon's storyline, and we'll get to it at some point. But obviously, he meet he meets the coach, uh, he meets the coach at the school, which is Corey Hodrick. Which Corey came in strong with his little Kirch Turnerness ness, because I was just like, finally, we get a real coach instead of whatever Billy does every day. <laughs> Ooh, no shade towards Billy, but you know, shade all the shade towards <laughs> Billy all the time. <laughs> But we have to pause because I don't know, between this first episode and the next episode that, you know, I guess when the show actually starts, they have to do something about these sideburns. because Oh, I would, what what was going on? I honestly was like so confused. They, I feel like he, like, I don't think that that was a request of anybody on All American. (laughs) 
I feel like that was him being like super oh. artistic and thespian and be like, I feel like yeah. this character would have sideburns. <laughs> like, no. why did he? Do and this that? is this is Tia's this is Tia's husband, right? Yeah, this is yeah. Tia's husband. I was like, who had him doing this? Like, <laughs> I no, just it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> On an HBCU campus, you tell me you can't get a better. There's barber? no way he that would get away with it. It's a lie. Stop talking about me that going in on Billy. <laughs> it, it took me out of the narrative. It was it was just distracting. <laughs> She's like, hold up. I I'm I not gonna lie. I I I knew that the sideburns were coming because I had seen some behind the scenes stuff and it like in just in real time. I, why, Corey? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, do but I don't know who look at, looked at him though and was like. This it was like this is cool yeah i feel like they were just like listen we have a lot of money wrapped up in this like we cannot be worried about what this man's doing with his side <laughs> they spent too much money on the partition <laughs> feature and they just had oh, no money oh, left Beyonce! <laughs> <laughs> no money left for a good barber let's run through these let's run through these other things so we can get to that dance sequence so <laughs> At the same time, obviously, we get an introduction to the Brinkston Lions, um, which is the baseball team. And then we get we get to see, <gasps> is this going to be the first mean girl of the All-American universe, which is Thea, the, uh, the Naomi Osaka wannabe? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is she are the there no mean girl? girls in, in All-American? There are no mean girls in All-American. Wow, I, I actually of. respect that. I respect it. Well, there's yeah, problematic people, nonetheless. We have, but, yeah, we have some side uh, characters. Yeah, we have some uh, interesting mm. side characters. But no, no mean girls that have, like, started off, like, mean and, like, this is my role, which I feel like this is, right. it feels like her role. But I would say even she, she seemed more, yeah, we even like, got, not a, even a complete mean girl. Because yeah, she like, was mm-hmm. like, I'm just trying to help the sport or whatever. Yeah. Like, it seemed like she wasn't just, you know just there a to be straight up yeah, she, yeah she was a three-dimensional she was a three-dimensional yeah. character which we love but yeah so simone simone meets her i was surprised that simone wasn't as headstrong as she normally is when she met thea mm. maybe they'll dig into that later but you know when they did the whole side by side of simone playing her or whatever i don't know simone was just very nice to her not to say simone's not nice but like mm. simone could come back quick so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she kind of kissed up like, to her a little bit. Like she yeah. seemed as though she took on a beta role as as opposed to her alpha role. Yeah, mm. and yeah, I, I don't know the that. character that much, but I feel like it, it kind of goes back to like the high school versus college thing, where mm-hmm. yeah. just like when you're in your high school or like college students, just seem like you know they have it all together. They're so much older than you. At least that was my perspective when I was you know a senior in, in high school. Yeah, I feel like you're just you just kind of like automatically look up to them. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? Keisha did say that she was like the Beyonce of the school. Uh, Mm. She was like a champion. She was a tennis champion. She, which to give you some backstory on Simone, that Simone played played uh, tennis when she was younger, came up, but when she was in high school sort of put it on the back burner because she was, you know, being rebellious from her mom and then she got pregnant mm. and then so oh, she's just oh. now yeah, but when she was younger they said she had Serena Williams potential. <laughs> I always laugh at that line. But uh <laughs> so, so they had they said that she had Serena Williams potential. 
Um, but she, this mm. is the first time she's like coming back to it in a while. So it's, gotcha. it makes sense for her to take on that like beta role. But it was funny to see nonetheless because she had just come for Damon. Yeah. Uh, and Liv's faces at Simone try to like <laughs> cheer on on the sidelines were hilarious too. I love seeing that. I love I, again. I, this is just me watching it from this one episode, so I have no idea what the relationship is like. But I did like seeing that sister-in-law support going on, which mm. we don't even get to see that on a normal basis. So it was it's fun true. To see. The people on Twitter were definitely asked, like they were saying that we've been robbed. Yeah, <laughs> we have. <laughs> Give it this. We've been robbed and of that friendship. We have been robbed of that friendship and a couple other women friendships on the show but that's another story for another day (laughs) (laughs) i have so much to say about that but uh yeah so they did all of that they it's like the nighttime auntie amara is on her little kick that's like all y'all should apply to this hbcu Uh uh-oh we got a fashion show emergency (laughs) or whatever and apparently olivia and simone get roped into doing this dance in like an hour and being a part of this fashion show Cue partition mm. and, by Beyonce. <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say? I was gonna be, uh, and they just they learned all the dance moves. They, you know, literally, in the hour, in the hour in I was just hour, like, okay, even for dancers, <laughs> even for like dancers who dance every day, and they were both just like, oh, I haven't danced in X Y Z. But right. They but not just getting any role in this thing. They literally got <laughs> lead. Right. They were the main. They were the main attraction. They were in How the background. How do you get main character roles <laughs> in an hour? It's specifically, or I was just like, okay, like Liv is like starting the show, which ooh, my girl uh, Spencer's <laughs> face, by the way, was loved it. Like mm, that's my girl up there, and um. Yeah, but so at least Liv was sort of like on the sidelines after the dance had started. But Simone, front and center, <laughs> whole yes. time. I and she looks like, good. She did. She, she did. They both looked good. Like they looked. They real came to good. serve. Mm-hmm. They this did. Was, this was twenty minutes. In. We like Yankee. Well, of course, what, me. What, I know. What are you doing? <laughs> Why haven't we seen this all American? <laughs> but I'm also upset that we really didn't get to see jordan's reaction well and that's the thing is because they're starting this triangle so we saw all of Damon's reactions we saw all of spencer's reactions but we didn't see one thing from jordan and his grandfather sweater i hate the fact that they're putting putting my jordan on a back burner (laughs) they are understand but did he even have lines in the no i'm kidding Oh, <laughs> was he even a factor? Was he even yeah. a factor in this episode? No, um, no, okay. he was helpful. He was being his little self. He said, uh, so anyway, so they did the they did the show, which uh, again, that dance was amazing. I just mm-hmm. will continue to rewatch that scene because it was really good. <laughs> um, come through budget for that stage. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they blew all of the however many years, years <laughs> all american has been on air they literally oh, were like damn. okay we have one thing <laughs> that we need to nail but we need to be on future literally like okay seven figure budget just do it what's so funny about that is that like legit people on twitter were just like but why is this eating like <laughs> we're not even 20 minutes into this show and this is already eating all of all americans major seeds okay 
It's just the only thing that could be comparable is the cotillion. And the cotillion wasn't even. <laughs> oh, that was good, though. I did enjoy that. The, it was amazing, but side by side, bar for bar, word for word. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, I would probably give the edge to. It was an upgrade. It, because it what upgrade. the with the cotillion too that was just instrumental like we didn't hear any lyrics if, if yeah any, yeah it was just instrumental yeah and of course you know there's a difference like i love a good ball gown don't get me wrong but you're gonna bring the heat if you put people in lingerie so. yeah oh yeah. yeah for sure for sure and this is that that's what the what they're advertising the show as is they're just like the 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 what is it the un on something like when young adults are away from home for the first time in the sexiness mm. of college. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so from what you told me, it sounds like it's been pretty like steamy and sexy in high school and all American already. Has it? They have been though. They've been a little risque. I remember the first season. Yeah, definitely in the People first season. People each other left and right, and I was like... Uh, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Definitely in the first it. season. I would say less so this season, and maybe that's, mm-hmm. like, COVID, um, mm-hmm. not having as much, as many intimate scenes and stuff. Uh, yeah, but Black yeah, Lives this, Matter. Yeah, There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was just like, they only get to have fun when they're away from uh when they're away from LA because Vegas, uh Atlanta, they have the best time of their lives. And it's LA true. they're just depressed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then Damon goes and like see Simone and they have that little the chemistry was jumping. The chemistry was jumping. Jordan and his little grandpa, um, cardigan came it was just like that's my girl you better back on up sir <laughs> um and so yeah i that was jordan's role jordan's role was to say back away from simone and right. he did that several times in this episode um so what i have a question yeah because i like googled the posters for this show and i'm seeing simone but i'm not seeing this man her husband Mm-hmm. so is that a clear indication that he's not it's it's done it's done for them <laughs> um they're supposed to be having a wet like a ceremony coming mm. up in two episodes uh or at least they're planning a ceremony as far as i know i don't know what's, mm. if that's oh so it. they're not married yet they are married they but are. her mom their parents found out about it and then her mom got this crazy idea to like plan an actual mm. ceremony for them okay. instead of getting it annulled. And so anyway, it's a fi- the ceremony is officially going forward now. Gotcha. But they are married. Yes. Because it has yeah, they're legally annulled. married. And um, then one set of parent is like, we want this annulled the other set is like, well, we might as well, we get official and have a party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so now very different sides, two very different so sides. So there's intention there. There is, I think the tension was slightly resolved the last episode because the other sets of parents, Jordan's parents were just like, okay, you know, we're going to let you go ahead and go through with this. We'll be there, but just no. And I I think that it's still going to come up and there's still going to be something there, but they're just like, just know that marriage is a a strong commitment, which I think that they're going to explore now since it, it seems like she's going to decide to go. Well, we know she's going, but in the show she's deciding to go to to Bringston which is you know on the other side of the United States right 
And even at the end of the episode, you saw his face and he was like, oh, you look really happy. And he yeah. was happy when he was in front of her. But then as soon as mm-hmm. she got into the car, you just mm-hmm. saw his yeah. face drop. His face fell. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. He didn't look like he was good about to be staying. He didn't look like he <laughs> yeah. was ready to stay. No. Yeah. No. He, he won't be joining her. He's so. not. So, so people yeah, are already it'll... starting to ship her <laughs> and Damon. <laughs> like, they waste no time. Raise his hand awkwardly. That's me. <laughs> no, listen. I love, I love Jordan, but I think their their story came together in such an odd way. I don't. Natalie, mm-hmm. let me tell you. So basically, what happened is she said that she was pregnant, and I, I'm guessing they had some sort of like one night stand or something. And she told him that she was pregnant, that the kid was his, and the kid was not his. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, and so he stuck by her through the pregnancy, and then obviously she developed feelings for him, told him the truth. Wait, so she? Oh, so she knew? Yeah. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the foundation of their relationship. That's the foundation yes. of their relationship. Oh and they, god! And so it, and like while they've been cute lately, um, mm-hmm. It's still it's still a shaky foundation. So it's and the other part of this is like like we've said, there's so much potential story here, but to see Simone outside of the normal all American world where she's just you know, but where she's a side character versus being mm-hmm. the main is quite mm-hmm. different. And to see her interact as the main is just really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I you know, who is she away from Jordan, right? Because we've only known her with Jordan. Right. For the most part. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, it looks like we're about to find out. Mm, this is That's for sure. the fact. <laughs> but I do think at least she, so, uh, Jeffrey Maya, who's uh, Simone, she's mm. going to be in the first part of next season for All Americans. So she's still going to be on the show. Um, and as far as I know, they're going to want to like do crossovers and stuff. So we'll okay. see how they we'll see how they navigate that, but I don't know how they're gonna make a relationship work. Uh they're not going to. We I know we've discussed this already, but and I know Jeffrey may not want to admit it, <laughs> but this Jordan and Layla thing is going to eventually happen. <laughs> and she is there with Mr. Fine baseball guys so this is true uh, it's is just, this gonna be the Layla's dynamics story are line? so messy is it's this so gonna messy, be Layla's like, storyline next season that's what uh, we love <laughs> I feel like it's too soon though like they need... mess. who's to say we don't even know what's gonna happen at this so-called wedding not so called it is a so-called <laughs> wedding it is a so-called wedding I mean I, it's, I'm not even gonna get out to this wedding but it's yeah, they're uh, they're just a whole mess on All American, and we were just like, ooh, <laughs> mature More people mess. on <laughs> mature people on All American Homecoming. Mm, this is yeah. nice. Yeah, um, I I love Jordan and Simone. I I like them. I love them as separate characters, and while I am enjoying their dynamic now because I just like relationships and couples in general. Mm-hmm. They're not a strong couple. No, even they're I can not. tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> they're not a strong couple. <laughs> Natalie, the Jamone fans are going to comfort you. I mean, they're anyone not. with eyes can see that it's not You said not the chemistry is not there. I got bugs with David, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just not... 
it's not giving. It's not giving. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. It's not. And okay, as we so quick because I want to jump to the jump to the party. So they mm. uh the aunt auntie over here is cooking up a whole article on an athletic scandal. Which Yeah, that was another storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, which was it was really interesting how they did it because I didn't think that it was gonna be what it ended up being. But it was that the coach was I thought it was a good way because you know, you you think about like bribing people or something, but it was that the coach was creating like basically fake classes that the mm-hmm. baseball players could take, um so that they could have more time for baseball is my mm-hmm. assumption. Um, and I thought that was a really nice way to have that be the scandal. And it was interesting what drumline Sean said. And he was just like, well, can any student sign up? Then I guess it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, because that's oh, the reality okay. of college sports at the end of the day. You know, yeah. they're cutting as many corners as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. It's true. And so, but. Y'all, auntie came through and she was just like, "Uh uh-uh, y'all ain't going sour Brinkson's good name like this, honey. Y'all ain't doing that. And she was like, we need to return to our little black excellence and do this the right way. (laughs) And so, um, drumline Sean. Drumline Sean. No, please keep calling him that. (laughs) (laughs) Did she call him Zeke at one point? I don't know. What is his name? I don't know. Uh... Anyway, the uh, was the dean, dean, yeah. yeah, the dean or the president or whatever, uh, eventually released the scandal, which um, prompt, prompted like Damon to continue to consider Brinkson. I don't know, that was unclear, but released the scandal. Um, so that was also going on at the same time. Uh, we got a little mini history lesson of all of the black women who have attended HBCUs between the one in the beginning with Kamala, uh, Keisha Lance Bottom, Stacey Abrams, and then we get, like, Marion Wright Edelman, um, who else, Toni Morrison, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That, they also incorporated that in a realistic way, like, by having them, it seemed like, go to, like, a exhibit of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to talk about that and, you know, talk about, like, why isn't this history in our, you know, history books? I, I like the mm. way that they incorporated it because it didn't Same. feel, at least to me, it didn't feel forced. I Right. It, because, again, this is, if I were visiting an HBCU, I would be saying the same things as they, like, mm-hmm. they, they were saying. Um, so I dug it. I dug it. Um, and it was a nice way to teach teach the masses some black history. <laughs> Yeah, and it's really thought provoking too because when she said, as I'm, as I was laying here watching it, when she said, you know, why isn't Tori uh, Morrison's books? Why isn't that a part of our required reading for literature? And I'm like, you, she's absolutely correct. Yeah, why especially Toni Morrison, like as Across, known as right. she is. That's what I'm saying. Like Toni Morrison, Maya Angelou, because I don't, I don't remember any Maya Angelou. Um, books or or poems or anything like that being required reading necessarily no no. in just our regular curriculum and these are people with I mean the most accolades so why not have that be intertwined like why does there have to be a separate you know white history and black history Mm, yeah yeah I think you can't take something as American history and then 
yeah facts. or literature which gets back to what to in, in an interesting way i was this whole purpose in game but which gets back to what the mm-hmm. whole conversation at the beginning is like is there really objectivity is it really biased because if we're just getting things through a white lens um, mm-hmm. right yeah exactly really thought provoking i think a lot of people are going to end up looking into hbcus more yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna say i feel like the idea like my idea of what an hbcu was and what it could offer to me when i was in high school was vastly different from now like i didn't mm-hmm. see you know the value that it was going to bring to me that i can't really gain anywhere else yeah. in the world mm-hmm. you know that's the it's really a unique experience that I think probably more people are beginning to open their eyes to and seeing how not just educationally, but just socially, emotionally, just all around feel. And maybe I'm romanticizing it from the outside, but it just seems like such a, I don't know, beautiful experience to be a part of. Yeah. And I mean, is it? Yes, romanticizing, but again, coming yeah. from the college that we came from, yeah. <laughs> yeah. anything is romanticized <laughs> at that point. Uh, no lie there. The exact opposite of an HBCU. <laughs> in but every no, way. In every way. And yeah, I was just like, uh, it, it, it again, I was just like, I, I wish I did have a different perspective on HBCUs. And like you said, what they could offer me. Um, Mm -hmm. just in terms of, and I, I do, obviously there's something to be said for not, you know, pushing black excellence all the time. Like black people don't have to be excellent. Like we can be normal. Mm, Speak on that. (laughs) Yes. And it's true, but I don't, there's still something in, because I, I, you know, treated school very seriously. And so there, you know, seeing that, that clip of the class when, when they were in the class when they were in the journalism class was like oh man like you know I these are the conversations I wanted to have and the conversations that I was having in grad school and I was the one who was just like wait like black people exist and um we're smart like and I was the only one having those conversations so mm. being in a place where you that's just your every day um mm-hmm. man would have been so different but yeah so yeah, it was good, good, good on the writers. Good on the writers for that. Um, that party, y'all. Mm, I wanted to be to serve. The music of the fits. <laughs> um, y'all know I about Liz because she's my favorite. But I did I think it was interesting that what was it right away because i i feel like a lot of the audience was gonna be like ah how they're gonna do her sobriety with this party and obviously she had that Mm. earlier uh early in the season um Mm -hmm. and they again sort of i'm not not brushed over it but sort of brushed over it because it was just like how did she get to this point and how is like everybody else with her okay with being like okay we can drink now even if she doesn't drink i don't know mm. i just thought about that because you know the last time we see that being an option spencer said oh we're not drinking you know yeah when they were at the cabin he said we're not drinking 
because you know lives here etc etc so anyway i just thought that was interesting that they were just like mm, yes we've we've gotten to a point where <laughs> live can be at a party where there's alcohol and be fine mm-hmm. um and we can drink uh, and she can have water and it's fine Mm. Oh, I'm glad they didn't try to sneak in another little plot line there, a little subplot. <laughs> like, sneaking alcohol? Please, no. <laughs> She's been through enough. <laughs> She's been through enough. Um, they did, however, uh, this whole time, Liv has been a little, a little jealous, a little jelly about Spencer and Keisha because Keisha was pushing up on Spencer. Um, and we saw that a little bit at the dance, but then Spencer is the one who asked her to dance, and so they dance, they dance, they dance. Then it was a little kiss. Mm. A little? <laughs> we, we got, like, your top-tier romantic moment, okay? Top-tier. dancing, top-tier. Like, that is the quintessential, it was a, like, it was perfect top-tier. kiss. It was top tier. You get the little sexy dance move, the laughing, yeah. the tongue <laughs> into a kiss. Come on, that was that was Sam. I was like, look, that tub. that is what okay. fantasies are made of. No, it was <laughs> no, it was a really good moment, and the fans have been wanting this for a while. Yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad we got it. It only took us four months or six. Did. <laughs> when did it? When did the first episode air? Where they were like holding hands. Uh, I not, literally or like flashing back to Vegas. Uh, yeah, I think I think somebody said it was like four months ago. So, mm. like we've been yeah. waiting on this for quite some it time. It took a very long time. And Liv, if you notice, Liv was just she. What was Simone's line? She's going after what she wants. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but also very awkward how the two of them are just standing there watching them make out. I know. <laughs> yeah, and it's not her. Can we look elsewhere? I was just like <laughs> right. <laughs> Jordan, Which, by the way, please. Jordan, Jordan had a real, I think when the dance thing came on, like the dance scene, uh, I think he mm-hmm. said to Spencer, like, look up or so. It was something funny like that, uh, where I was just like, yes, Jordan, you better be protective of your sister. Um, but yeah, it was really weird that Jordan and Simone weren't dancing, but also Jordan can dance. So. You see, Ooh. again, the... Oh, the vibes are just not there. With it's Simone having but... a whole entire conversation with David again. <laughs> she was, that's the other thing. I was like, so they're married and this woman is go- seeking him out, it seems, to have conversations <laughs> with him. Y'all like, not going to do Simone like this. He was a- she was. <laughs> Even if, if I am a whole ass wife, I would not be like trying to have conversations with a guy that was clearly trying to... <laughs> You know, talk to me like that. I'm just like, what's going on? And she clearly moved with it too. He touched her like two or three times during this. Touched her a lot. When he grabbed that tennis bracelet, I said, "Yes, Simone, you better say unhand me, sir." I said, "Hold on, you just go cross over her like I don't know." I'm very much one for like little touches and stuff like that. So I peep it a lot. I yeah, I peeped it. I peeped it. And I was just he like, was Simone, here. you better go to your husband. Very smooth. Mm. Jordan out there is sick for you. And <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is somewhere Call you sick. sweetheart every other episode. Like, mm. this man, this man is going to do anything for you. So you better get it together. Um, and she's not, and okay, the, uh, another thing about the audience here is that she's not 
the most beloved character, if we're being honest. And I was just like, NK, please don't alienate this girl even further. Mm. Oh, me- meaning Simone? Yeah, Simone, <laughs> Simone. Uh, please do not alienate this character even further. You know, we want people to watch the show. <laughs> so if those two break up, please let it be on Jordan's end because he could take it. He could take that <laughs> Um, Simone, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure Simone can take it at this point. And the way that she was entertaining Damon, um, she was trying real hard not to smile around him too. She was like, girl. And the thing is, it's like this dude just like whenever he sees her, she's like, oh, let me holla at your girl. I don't right. know. He, yeah, that that's gonna be something. We already know. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, and I'm excited. <laughs> Again, sorry. Excited that Liv grabbed Spencer's face and was just like, mm, "You are mine. <laughs> you are my man." Lexi said, "I'm glad y'all are talking about Damon. However, uh, <laughs> however, Liv, uh, the one that we all came for. <laughs> Get back to the kiss. <laughs> back to the kiss. Listen, the, again, people were freaking out on the timeline. That video mm-hmm. was retweeted probably 50 times between As the episode should. airing and and now. Um." No, but yeah, no, the party scene was really cool. Second, can we can we shout out for the inclusivity and the representation? I think oh, yeah. Nathaniel is a the... non-binary, non-binary. Oh, person. I don't know. I didn't hear Who's Nathaniel? what pronouns they used. She he was the is... makeup artist. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I think that this is from like stuff that I just know about the character. Okay. But I was just like, okay, come through, NK. Showing all yeah. different types of uh, the black experience. Yeah. Do we, do we have? Oh, um, well, I forgot about Coop for a second. I was like, wait, do we have an LGBTQ? <laughs> yeah, don't even. Don't, yeah, I'm not even gonna don't disrespect patients like begin. that. I don't care about Sorry, Coop. Don't for, disrespect patients like that. I forgot about the two of them for a second. So, yes. We do. We do. That, 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 uh, but, yeah. No, so yeah, that was that was really that was really cool to see. Yeah, so that was a party. Uh, what else happened after that? I don't. I, the the, the whole Damien and Simone thing that, threw me off. There was so many, so much going on. After that, they had the kind of omission of oh, this is the scandal that came out and yeah. whatnot about the baseball, and then he committed to. Um, I want to call it Bridgerton so badly, and it's not that. How? What Bringston? How do you pronounce it? It's Bringston, but Bringston. Call it Bridgerton. Every time I see a B R I, Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Netflix. Let's not get on our Shonda Rhimes rant right now. (laughs) Oh God! Yeah, don't begin. My bad, Bringston. Um, yeah. So then he committed to that. Yeah, so, he okay. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick about that. And because it's based upon a point that you made earlier, you know, how you were saying that people were upset at the fact mm-hmm. that we didn't get to see Spencer's recruitment process, but then we get to see more so of his yeah. being uh, Damon. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is, and I think Natalie was um, pointing to that, the difference is, is that Spencer is looking to go in a college football. As opposed to this dude who's like going straight into the league. Yeah. So there's going to be a difference in how he's treated just because you have one, I mean, prior to the NCAA, you know, yeah. change, you have one that's like, this is for profit, this is money versus this is like for college. So mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. 
Yeah. No, it for sure does. What? Which, by the way, that whole Spencer and Damon scene where Spencer was just like, oh, I know what it looks like when someone is carrying too much weight on their shoulders. I was like, sit mm. down, Spencer. I'm tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact, though. <laughs> he picks that comment up whenever he wants to, and then the very next episode, he'll be like, mm, let me go be Superman again. <laughs> Spencer but, doesn't know how to not answer a call, okay? <laughs> facts, facts. But the other thing, again, with so many options for the storylines, because mm-hmm. Damon saying that his birth parents went to Brinkston, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, is culture going to end up being your dad or something? Oh, oh wow. no, not that again. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get to do it in all American. They Let's didn't get to do it in all American, so now they have the chance. Was I the only one thinking that? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I thought? So when he was looking at that um, that picture of that, uh, like, Hank, yeah. that one baseball player, and I was like, don't let that be his daddy now. But Hank Aaron, no. Way too old. He's um, way the, too old. The, the guy in the, it, his name was Hank. He was on Hank the poster. Hank Aaron, no, that's Hank Aaron. He's like, he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was playing in ball in the 1920s. Right. And I was like, Ooh. okay, no, that's too old. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The way these old men are. <laughs> not a hundred year old man being like hello that, that's his granddaddy you can't tell me why would they feature him <gasps> oh mm. but then I thought it was just a feature like how they were talking about the black women like I don't know but because it, be it cool? was a character specific because sorry I don't know baseball is Hank Aaron an actual person <laughs> yes Oh, oh, he is. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, chance is just plummeted. <laughs> because it said Brixton. He said that he went to Brixton. I'm, I'm dying. Like, I I'm, college. I'm dying. So why did they hate this character. random man? <laughs> wow. And actually, it's so funny that you say that because I was when I watched that scene, I was just like, I actually feel like a lot of people are going to get confused because I'm like, Hank Aaron definitely did not go to made up Brinkston. Um, I don't know. Okay. i sure if he went to college. Um, but the way that the, the way that the scene was written or acted, mm-hmm. one of them just made it seem like he was saying that Hank Aaron went to Brinkston. So I totally understand what you thought. Right. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or did he, yeah, am I like I getting that. my baseball stars mixed up? Anyway, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he went, went to an HBCU. Um, let me see this. This episode is like, causing us to go do our history. Like, I know. We're just like, was he real? Um, yeah, no, it was cool, though. Uh, the, the, yeah, Hank Aaron was an actual person. Hold on. <laughs> you said, let me Google this real quick. Oh, yo, he died literally this year. What? Mm. So I'm wrong? Was he not born in the 20s? He was born in 34. Oh, okay. 10 10 years off. Oh, wow. Let me see what school he went to. Maybe that was a little tip of the hat to him. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure. A little. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I know (laughs) NK said that she wanted to, like, because baseball has such a rich history in Mm. America, but also, like, in Black history. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but obviously over you know the last century or whatever it's mm-hmm. not been as not been as ingrained in black culture which it used to be 
Um, right. So she wanted to right. bring that back along with along with tennis, and that's why she chose these two sports. And I really oh. appreciated that. I remember thinking that while I was watching it, and just like. I think a lot of people are just like, oh, these are white, quote unquote, white sports. And that's just, there's mm-hmm. no such thing. Like, black yeah. people are everywhere. And, you know, I just don't love to see us box ourselves in when in reality, we're, we're doing all the things. So I really yeah, appreciated right. seeing these lesser, um, you know, think sports that we don't necessarily automatically identify as quote unquote black um Mm -hmm. sports yeah Yeah. no for sure for sure this is so random but in this during the same time simone was you know playing tennis again and that's when we get thea being helpful and not necessarily being the main girl and that's when she said bring excellence or not at all and that was her whole purpose but one question that i had was why did Mm. simone bring her tennis gear to atlanta (laughs) Mm. I just thought it was random. Oh, so she she was coming. She was ready. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's a little convenient. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to be here for the weekend. It's not even like you're here a week. It's literally two, three <laughs> days. And you out here mm. bringing your whole she, entire tennis gear. No, mm. you knew. You were plotting. You were yeah. plotting this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> she was keeping a very, very open mind. She was yeah. like, you know, anything could happen. <laughs> Hey, Auntie. <laughs> 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 Anytime I hear that line, I always think of Black Panther. Oh, hey, Auntie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Come through Michael B. Jordan. Um, yeah. No, but yeah. So they it ended up with Damon committing, like we said. And then mm-hmm. Simone didn't make a firm decision, but it felt like she was going. And one more talk with Damon. They had like two, five, six That's seasons what I'm together. <laughs> That's okay. what I'm saying. And he said his name again. Ooh, Simone Hicks. Nice to meet you, Simone. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just like the way that he talks. Literally. Literally. Um, yeah, because they have one before she leaves, and then that's when she's just like, that's when she finally tells him she has a husband for the first time. Right, right. which is wild. <laughs> just wild and behavior. who was it? Oh, it was someone on Twitter. Shout out to you, person. But they were like, why didn't she introduced herself as Simone Baker. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. She's get married, that is she not? She is. And married. I was like, did she take? Did she take the Baker name? I, mean, I don't know if she did. I don't know if she did, but I would assume. Yeah, but yeah, she was. She was running around calling herself mm. Simone Hicks, which is so weird. And her aunt yeah, was like fine that. with her being married. I don't know. I just yeah. <laughs> That how they've written their marriage storyline is very interesting. Oh, uh, sorry, this is totally unrelated in the beginning of the episode. But how does Simone's dad know that she's there, but her mom does not? And they're like legitimately still married. This bothers me. I just, I just had issues with that part of the storyline because I don't understand Simone's mom. <laughs> he, he just seems like a lot. Yeah, she does. She does, and so it's just like, why are they still married then? Anyway, that's a, that's another story for another day. <laughs> But yes, this was this was the episode. As we said, Simone got in the car. She looked excited. Jordan looked sad, and mm-hmm. that's that's where we ended it. Um, so, would you first question? Would you watch this series? Absolutely, ten out of ten would recommend. I. I, like I said before, I love seeing the Black people on screen. I also love being able to live vicariously 
through them, going through an HBCU experience. But as mm-hmm. Lexi knows, I have just a low threshold for like really messy, dramatic shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just from what I'm already seeing, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to make it through a full season, but I definitely will make an attempt. I I'm at least gonna watch the first the first season. And the other thing is because I one thing that attracts me is like acting, and they have some good actors mm. on the show. Mm-hmm. The the adults were bringing it as far as like Corey Drumline guy, uh, the aunt. <laughs> The adults were serving for me. And so I was just like, that's that's something that I feel like in All-American, like, yes, they have good actors, but we haven't gotten to see as much of their story. Um, but mm-hmm. it seemed like they're going to be much more involved in the storylines, um, in the main storylines for this show. So I'm excited yeah. to see that. Um, yeah. So I would I would also watch. I would also watch. Second question this is more so for Chanel, but Natalie, you can answer if you want. Uh, predictions for the, the end of the season. Well, mm. you guys already kind of heard some of my predictions. Okay, so. Yes, Jordala, so, number one. <laughs> yeah. Happening, it's I, coming. I don't know if that's going to happen at the end of the season, but there's going to have to be something. I don't know. That's it's going Jordan to be and Layla the deciding the factor. End? No, I don't think. I think that's too soon. Oh, I was just like, Layla is kind of busy hiding from Crazy Carrie. Which, Natalie, you know about her. (laughs) The white girl Mm -hmm. is like crazy. Yeah, I know that girl. (laughs) Something is going to happen with that at the end (laughs) of the season. Did you get the Heather's reference last episode? Yeah. Yeah, no. She, mm, I'm tired of her already. I've been tired of her, though. And when she popped up. And her talking about some remember you're not at home or whatever to live. I'm like, didn't you have your feet on Liv's couch with your shoes? Go, go sit down somewhere. I will never understand people wearing outside shoes in their bed. It'll never make sense to me. (laughs) Never. Okay, that is. Are you trying to check Liv about a coaster from her best friend's house? Goodbye. Goodbye. You don't live here. This exactly. is not your house. You are squatting. You have some nerve. <laughs> she has some nerve. I really don't like that girl. Anyway, um, end of the end of the season predictions. The um, Olivia and Olivia. Yeah. I almost forgot her name. Olivia and Spencer <laughs> need to find their relationship. Um, BTR. And it. something's gonna happen with Carrie. What's another one? Um, and somebody's gonna win some championship, so we'll find <laughs> out what team wins. <laughs> You're like, it's Those either gonna be Beverly or Crenshaw, number two. Yeah, cool. Natalie, any predictions from the care or any thought like predictions, even for All American Homecoming? Like, all I know and all that I can say confidently is because the only episode I've seen from this season was when that white girl was introduced who is a little off. Mm-hmm. And all I know for sure is she's about to do some wild, not like, she's about to just ruin someone's life. Like that <laughs> is the only thing I know for sure is she's about to just cause some chaos, some entertaining chaos. That's that's the one prediction yeah. that I can make. She definitely, I feel like you both have 
summed up Carrie perfectly. All I hope, this is my greatest hope, is that they do not drag that girl into next season. I don't want to see it. I don't need that I on really my screen. I don't want to see her. I don't, just wrap that up in, in 19, do whatever you gotta do, but I'm not trying to mm-hmm. see crazy Carrie on my screen come this fall. Um, and Wait, so, is next week the finale? No, it's uh, two, oh. two more episodes. Two more episodes. So we have okay. 18 and then 19 is the finale. Um, as far as Spencer and Olivia, I have always mm. said that they're going to get together either the episode before or the episode after Homecoming. And it's okay. the episode after Homecoming next week. So they're going to be official by the end of next week, my prediction. Oh, And I okay. think we're going to see that necklace come back up. That necklace from Seven? From Vegas? Yes. I think yes. it's going to come back up that he brought. Okay. Um, that could be like the little... This is going to commemorate the yeah, Seven. Something yeah. And did you new. see the promo? They were... It was like they had switched places from the season one scene where she was like helping him get ready, and it looked like he was helping her get ready for something. I don't mm. know. But wait, do we get a prom? I don't know if it's prom Aren't they seniors? yet. Yeah, I don't know if it's prom yet, but it was some sort of dance that they were getting ready for. Okay, I feel like that and like graduation <laughs> would be like two big things that we haven't seen them talk about. So maybe yeah. if not at the end of this season, the beginning of next. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely okay. graduating next season. Um, I think they're okay. going to graduate halfway through the season so that they can, because Homecoming is premiering in the spring or like oh, in January sometime. 2022. 2022. Um, it's going to be like a spring premiere or a winter premiere or whatever they call it. Um, oh. And so both shows need to be on the same timeline as far as I know. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, th- those are my predictions. Uh, Coop. Coop's going to find out something. I feel like something... I don't think Coop is going to die or that anything serious oh, is going to uh... happen with her, but... <laughs> That's... Why did you even say something's that, Something's going Damn. to happen with Coop. I just... No, because people have said on the show before that they Oof. think Coop's going to die. Uh, I don't yeah, think that. I don't think Coop's going to get arrested. I've heard that, too. I think something interesting is going to happen with Coop. I'm not sure what, but Mo's still out here plotting in the background. She is, and we still got that kid that's like, we don't know if it's her, if it's Preach's kid. Yeah, that's... Um, Which, again, the the thing with the multiple storylines, why does Preach have a kid this late in the season? We don't... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I think that lady's lying, but that's just me. Oh, same. I totally think Mo's lying. Um, I feel like it's a renegade. The kid's an actress. A um, renegade? Is- no way! <laughs> <laughs> it cannot be her daughter. Like, what? For what? I think that could be her daughter, but I don't think that's her daddy. True. True. Like, I mean, you know, you shouldn't, but, like, you can lie to a kid. Hey, that's your daddy go you know get like i've seen that episode of martin where although the mother didn't lie to the child the child got it into his head like yeah martin's my daddy and like showed up and mm. did that whole you know bonding thing i mean simone almost did that to jordan so <laughs> so you know it's not like it's an uncommon theme yeah I just, yeah. I just don't trust Mo at all. I don't trust Mo. I think Mo, I think Mo is going to attempt to do something to Coop, which it's like you're literally old and she's in high school, so get over it. But 
yeah, she's going to attempt to do something to Coop, but it's not going to go the way that she plans. Um, and they can't kill off Coop, because if they kill off Coop, then what's the him. point of Layla? Who is she going to manage? <laughs> That's Patience? true. That's true. Patience is they're gonna not, be they're, but they're not going to kill off Coop. That's like, okay. I don't know why You said it, though. <laughs> no, I'm saying people think that, and I don't agree with that. I don't agree oh. with that prediction. I think something's <laughs> going to happen up. with Coop. But mm. it's not gonna like I think Mo's gonna have some plan, but it's not gonna work. Um yeah, that's my those are my predictions. I honestly okay. I'm very ready for this season to be over so mm. that I can rewatch it on Netflix because it's been <laughs> a very confusing season. <laughs> you wanna put all the pieces together? I wanna put all the pieces together and like it's just been so dramatic and like sometimes all over mm. the place. This episode mm-hmm. was great. Um, you know, as much as I love the show, each episode has not been as great as this past episode that we have. Uh, yeah. And so to be able to put all of the pieces together and to start fresh in season four, uh, I'm looking forward It'll be really helpful, too, without all of the pauses, because I think yeah. that contributed to it. Like, you forget certain details. You don't know if this syncs up with that. So if you're able to just kind of just binge it and see it consecutively, yeah, especially it'll be uh, the first part of the season, all of the tension. Yes. Yeah. Re-wa- rewatching that for sure. For sure. Everybody and you know, to see Spencer and Liv get together finally. <laughs> just rewatch the magic. Rewatching the magic, yes. But yes, so those are the predictions. Thank you both for being on. This was so so fun. And yeah, thanks. Did you like Happy it? Happy to be on. Yay! I did enjoy. It was a good episode. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I said, I think they had to make it strong because. Oh yeah. If you really want to get people excited to watch it next year, then you're gonna have to bring your A game, and I think they packed enough into it to get people interested. So I'm interested. I'm gonna watch it. These are the facts. The facts. All right. This was a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always glad to It was fun. Thank you for listening to Film Study and All American Podcast. Loved having Chanel and Nat on uh, to the pod. Um, yeah, it was, we just had a really, really good conversation. Really, really fun time. Uh, we missed some things because in the broadcast, they like missed the clip of Keisha uh, just trying to get her boyfriend back with Spencer. And then they missed Jordan's reaction uh, to Simone uh, at the fashion show. But uh, yeah, so those are some things that we missed, but we try to cover everything else for you. Thanks for listening and hope to see you on the next episode of Film Study and All-American Podcast.